On this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I are going to continue our top 10 list, and this time we're going with quarterbacks. All right, let's go. Episode of Third and Forever presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Ostro, as always, by my co host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, we're back uh, remote again. We're, we're back remote again for one more time. It's anyone's guess who got COVID, but uh, it was me. I was so, in the vid protocol still. So. Yeah. Well, and I tested negative this morning, but it was just, we'd already planned to do it virtual. So, well, and it's a, re- it's a really good thing we did last week because we made the decision to go remote last week without even knowing that. Yes. That would so have been, was, that would have been pretty bad because yeah. I, I, I kid you not about the second we finished recording, I got a fever and then I was yeah. just bad for like 48 hours. So I I was in the thick of it. I didn't even know it. Still put out the episode because you can't keep us down. But it was it was your flu game, is what you're saying? It yeah, was, it yeah. Was it, was, it was my COVID game. But, but I, I'm back. Cre- credit to uh to Paige for noticing that you did sound hoarse. I guess I didn't really think about it, but she noticed. On oh the yeah, recording. No, like, people, oh, yeah, Kevin's voice kind of sounded. People at work were talking about it. Like one of my bosses was like, like I spoke up and said something in a virtual meeting, and he went, "Oh my god, are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah I'm fine." Yeah, I so, guess. Props, hopefully, props I, to me and Dustin for looking past that and not even noticing it. I guess. Well, it's hard with the. With we the didn't want to bring it up. Too. Yeah, yeah. Didn't want to maybe hurt I, your feelings. Make you maybe I just started smoking a lot. I, I mean, who yeah. knows? But but we here were I am behind your back, and just being like, "Oh God, his Kevin sounds, sounds like shit. terrible. <laughs> He's destroying his body." <laughs> we need to be supportive, though. We need to schedule the intervention. Yeah. So, um, as I mentioned in the intro, our original top ten list we were going to include coaches and then end with quarterbacks, but we're going to be having a little crossover pod next week so we crossed off coaches so we're going right into quarterbacks so next week obviously with the regular season and starting you know the week following um we're going to be filling that week with a preview with our you know the week coming up you know week one which is a big one uh for this pod at least so next week is going to be our crossover pod so that's why we're doing quarterbacks this week uh no coaches sorry but uh, everyone, okay. everyone's going to have to deal with the no coaches. I know yeah. we're all heartbroken. I'm heartbroken that I can't put Matt LaFleur at number one. Um, <laughs> but here we are, you know, it just is what it is. Here we are. Um, all right. I think we should keep the same format. We do have some news. So I actually, let's, let's start with that first. Yes. Um, so we did talk about like, we weren't sure how much we talked about the Deshaun update, but we definitely have an update. Uh, a new suspension came out, a new ruling. He is suspended for 11 games, which brings his first game back. Happens to be against the Texans. I wonder how that happened. Well, there's um, so there's there's two crazy coincidai coincidences. Um, coincidai. That's, that's yeah, coincidai. Right English major, coincidai. Yes. So there are two coincidai in this yeah. situation. The first one you mentioned, he's come back in the game against the Texans. The second one is that 
this is the maximum number of games they could suspend him and still have this year count contractually in the way he's getting paid and his, you know, his salary this year is like $1 million or something stupid. It, it, it's, it's put together in a way where they kind of assumed something like this would happen. So yeah. if it was any more than that, then that salary would get pushed to next year. But since it's only 11 games, this year counts. So it is better for him, which mm-hmm. is slimy. Feels but, icky. Yeah, he was he was fined. He originally was only fined. I want to say it was like what five hundred thousand dollars. A couple of chickens, yeah. And then now it's up to I think five. So I think they just added you know a zero on that. Man, um, how's again, he gonna recover from this? Like you know, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, He's making two hundred plus million after they, this year. They find someone making. $1 million, $5 million. That's cruel and unusual punishment. There is no yeah. context that would make yeah. this okay. Don't look at the years following it. Don't, no. Don't, it's, it's, no. It's a waste of your time. So um, I'm, I guess, I mean, it's significantly better than the, what, six games it was originally. Yeah. Still not enough. It, and it's kind of like, like all. even if it was a whole year, so that you're going to let him back in next year. Like, I, I don't. I don't know that there's any amount of games apart yeah. from infinity games, you know, where it's like that you would feel good about it. So well, at this point, yeah. The one thing too about it is like, Oh, his initial stance was he was innocent. He, he did not, he is like, I didn't do anything wrong. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not remorseful at all. And then after the 11 game happened or after the original suspension happened, that's when he dropped like a I'm so I I'm so sorry for the people I affected with my actions. Then he's like it's like really wait, hold on a second. So you are remorseful. So man. so you did, like, have I, so yeah. you did have actions. Uh there is one uh person in his case or one case that is refusing to settle as of <clears throat> now um yep. because he has shown zero remorse and he has thought he's done no wrong. So, you know, well, and, he, and he's back to no wrong. Now that the 11 yeah. games has been handed down, he, he has gone yeah. back to the original. Yeah. Like I never did anything wrong. So it's just very, very gross. gross. Yeah. And I mean, at least we don't need to talk about it for like three months now, you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter going forward. And it kind of tanks the Brown season. At least it would yeah. be very hard for them to make a playoff push without him how, for 11 games. How dare you slander Jacoby Brissett? How dare you? Uh, I mean, I'm sure Jacoby's a nice guy. We'll be talking um, about him later on the episode, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Jacoby's oh, a nicer guy than Deshaun. I'll give him that. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, that's low bar. Can, yeah, low bar. Um, all right. As, as we mentioned, we're going to be going into quarterbacks. I think we should keep the format we did last week where we go like 10 through seven, let's say. Okay. Uh, and then we'll say honorable mentions. I'm guessing you have honorable mentions. Yeah, I got a couple. Okay. So let's do, let's do 10 through seven. Um, and just you and I just alternate and then we can share all honorable mentions and then we'll continue as six to one. Yes. Um, and so in the spirit okay. of politeness, you may go first. I went first last week. Wow. So the, the, the floor is yours. Who is at 10? Okay. Uh, so I found that this list around like this, this grouping here, this neck, these around four, I I had issues with the bottom half. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think, um, 10 through eight was difficult for me to place a lot of these people because then you had some honorable mentions that could 
argue. Um, I, I, I just want to say before we get going to, I am so excited for where you have Kirk on this list. I am so <laughs> excited to see, cause I have no idea. You could be like Kirk cousins five. And I'd be like, <laughs> I could see you arguing that point. Ah, ah. I mean, <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find or, out. Or he could be an honorable mention or he could not even be mentioned. Probably not he's, that last he's one. Gonna, he's going to be mentioned. He's going to be mentioned. Okay. He's not going to be honorable. So, oh, okay. Uh, okay. He, he, he's he just, he's in there. He's in there. Okay. You'll find out. Um, my number 10, I'm going with the guy that probably doesn't get a lot of the respect that he should, considering he won an MVP. Um, he gets the running back jokes all the time. But it's uh, Lamar yeah. Jackson. I have at 10. I, I, I can't leave a guy that won MVP by throwing over 30 touchdowns, 36 touchdowns and only six interceptions just a couple of years ago. Um you know, throwing the ball. And that's not even talking about his greatest asset, which is his, his legs, his, his ability to yeah. extend plays and to create. So I think with that, um, I, cause we, we can't talk about a quarterback and just only talk arm talent. This is not top 10 arm talent. Um, he definitely has faults. That's a reason why he's 10. And you, you know, is it a recent MVP? He probably should be higher, but then you have a, you look down the rabbit hole of who he's throwing the ball to. I mean, mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown was his number one. Uh, he's gone. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood, Hollywood Brown's not even a number one. He's a, at best a two. Um, yeah. And, and I think it's – I'm very interested to see how this year goes with Rashad Bateman now being healthy and having a great camp. I mean, he's um, going to be a star. We we both know that. Sky, you yeah. um, Mark Andrews is obviously very good, but, like, how impactful consistently is he? I don't know. The running game outside of – Lamar has been injury ridden. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. I have to put him here. I mean, the interceptions were a bad number last year. He only played 12 games. They still ended up winning seven of those games. So, and he was, he was effective. He threw, he had too many turnovers, but um, I, I think he's going to have a good year. I, I yeah, it, and, and Lamar has room to improve for sure. I, I would look at any top 10 quarterback list it doesn't include Lamar. I I would not really take that list seriously just because when you talk about kind of what I was looking at in this list is like, how, how scared are you on the other side of the ball of the quarterback? That's kind of a good overall encompassing running, passing, you know, intelligence, game management, stuff like that. So I don't think you can have a top 10 list without Lamar. He's too dynamic. He won an MVP and he deserved it. Like he's a scary quarterback to play against uh yeah, so it's not like he won an, it's not like he won an mvp without guys like you know patrick mahomes yeah. rogers brady like all these guys playing like they all played that year he won mm-hmm. like it's just yeah you know i just they won 15 or 14 games that year i'm pretty sure that's when they went 14 and 2 or 15 and 1 or whatever it was yeah um, i mean he was I mean, he was yeah. sensational that year it was yeah. you know something that you you hardly ever see a season like that from somebody and he hasn't really been able to get up there recently as much but it's still mm-hmm. there yeah uh so my number 10 uh is mr kirk cousins um, Ah, well he's hey, in your top 10 i put I him in the top 10 I, yeah i i, I want a lot of points for that yeah i honestly didn't think you would put him in there. i you know i wasn't and then i was trying to fill the list like we were talking about with the the bottom half being kind of hard to place and i was like god damn i'm, I'm gonna put kirk cousins on this list because that I just don't know who else I'd put on here. And so 
He's number 10 for me. I think that Kirk, and this is assuming kind of good Kirk, you know, there's, there's a one or two bad Kirk games every year. Um, But he is, I think a better quarterback than most of your fan base gives him credit for the the vocal, the vocal minority. I feel like is what you're a part of that actually kind of look at the stats. And I mean, he is efficient. He throws more touchdowns and interceptions He's got good weapons too, so that helps things. And he's not—he's not mobile really. He's not a threat at all in that respect. He's not very dynamic, but he—he he gives you a better chance to win than you know the Derek Cars of the NFL. So, do, do you want to know where Kirk Cousins ranks with against the best passer rating against the Green Bay Packers in NFL history? Does no, I, w- I would not like to know that. Actually, I think I think we should just keep going. He's the number two. He's number behind, two in NFL history. Drew Brees behind Drew Brees, ahead of Joe Montana, Philip Rivers, and Phil Simms. He has a hundred and ten point four quarterback rating against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, but he doesn't have as many kids as Philip Rivers. So, like, there's, there's stats here that you're not really taking into account. Uh, I guess that's fair. But although he does, he does make up for it. So he is nine points ahead of Philip Sim, Philip Rivers. Um, Kirk has two kids. I think okay. what's the conversion has, what, ratio? Nine, nine kids. So yeah. as long as he's more than seven, he's he, he, he so you're you're point. only doing one point per child, a well, whole child. I mean, it's 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 one to one. Kirk has two, so he gets two points. I don't think the conversion like nine. This is QBR yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. No, there's no QBR goes up to like a hundred. How can you how can you equate nine children to nine no. QBR? No, 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 no. I, I'm saying the difference in the quarterback rating is not enough to, or like it's 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 big enough. Yeah, but even but with I'm Phil saying Rivers having seven more children, it does even it doesn't matter. He still is higher enough points away. But based on children alone, then Philip Rivers would have a nine QBR, which is like impossibly bad. I think each child should be no, worth at least like five saying. QBR. I'm saying, you're I'm saying, saying the that. difference. I'm saying the yeah. difference between them two is. Like I know. I know what you're saying. Years. I just take issue with your units. So but Adam, like, you're Kirk saying that has kids. Kirk Cousins is better kids. than better than Philip Rivers and all of his kids on the field at the same time. Yeah, I would like to see that. I would like to see that play. Yeah. Philip Philip and his, his nine versus Kirk and his two. I, I don't think so. When they already have, they have a cushion, so they don't even have to be better, like one to one. He already has the cushion because he's got just better rating. Who's, so. who's better at swearing? Uh, well, Kirk, Kirk said the F word. Actually, yeah, yeah that, did. we didn't yeah. include that in the <laughs> news, talk, but your entire fan that. base lost their yeah. minds because your quarterback said the F word. Yeah, he's having fun. He's 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 edgy That's now. The he's F edgy word. Kirk. He's edgy Kirk. <laughs> he's got a mohawk. It's great. I, I, I'm excited by it. He saw um, Aaron Rodgers get a tattoo, and he was like, I better start swearing. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Rodgers' tattoo is the hippiest shit in the world. Like, I feel like that's not energy no, at all. That's, that's bad boy <laughs> energy. He doesn't give a shit. Everyone's like, hey, don't date a witch. And he's like, I'm, I'm still gonna. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm joining the coven. It's fine. <laughs> all right, who's um, who's your nine? My, my nine... Um, this this might be a little controversial. Might be a hot take. My opinion on this man have been very loudly stated in the Twitterverse. Uh, it's Matthew Stafford. Um, I thought you were going to say Josh is, Allen. I was like, Jesus Christ. No, no. This man hates Josh Allen. No, Jesus, no. Um, 
I would not be doing that. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's Matthew Stafford. So Matthew Stafford, I view him as probably the perfect like antithesis of narrative to Kirk Cousins. Um, very similar situations where they were in Detroit and Washington, where pretty rough franchises for many years, and they still kind of are in that. Uh, they both got out of it. There are still guys that, on an individual level, performed very well, uh, and also very similarly. Um, they they both had experience with uh, talented pass catchers in their ten years of both teams. Um, but obviously I would even slant towards Matthew Stafford with Detroit having Calvin Johnson because Kirk didn't have yes. anyone like that in Washington. That's not nothing. Um, yeah. And so I, I think though that the opinion on both those guys is wildly opposite spectrum end of the spectrum. Uh, Matthew Stafford is a very, very talented quarterback. He can make certain throws that not a whole lot of guys in the league can. Uh, but he also has stretches where he looks very average. Like, I, I mean, he had, we've seen it last year where he just has his brain shuts off. Like well, he, Kirk does he had times. like three or four games in a row, I think, where he threw a pick yeah. six, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, and it, and it's something where he throws them in bunches too, and and that's something that yes, interceptions can be a. a a stat you look at that has some asterisks like did it bounce off the receiver's hands was there a a weird thing that happened like i mean yeah that happens but there's also decision making that has to go into account and i think stafford has stretches where he just i don't know if it's him being overconfident or it's a little like how brett Favre was where he's like i can get a ball there and it's not always the right decision. Now, yeah, he threw four. He threw forty plus touchdowns last year. Won a Super Bowl last year. Did he have an All Star defense? Yes. Did he have Cooper Cup having one of the greatest receiving seasons? Yeah. I mean, was he a part of that? Obviously. But I just think you could put Kirk in that situation. I think the results very, very similar from a stat standpoint and a production standpoint. So I, I put yeah. Matthew Stafford at nine just because he's his bad can be like detrimental, like terrible multi-pick four interception games, pick sixes. Like he's just, I don't know. Well, that, that's, that's the gunslinger in Stafford. Yeah. And that is the hallmark of it where, you know, the highs are high and the lows are low. And I think with Stafford, you know, generally the, the good outweighs the bad for sure. I mean, he won yeah. a Super Bowl last year with a great team, like you said, but yeah, I, I agree. He's talented, but he's not he's as efficient. Not... He's not as efficient as some of these, like a lot of the guys I'm going to name after him. He's a volume guy. So I think that yeah. people see those big touchdown numbers, but then you look at those, like his interceptions are usually double digits. And like, that's typically a little too reckless for the modern day. Now, obviously like if, if Stafford was, you know, early two thousands, which he came in near the end of that. But like, if he was early two thousands, late nineties, I mean, he'd be, the one of the best quarterbacks of his generation. He's just not though. Like today, like there are, there are guys that are, I consider significantly better than him. Yeah. Um, or at least trajectory wise. So I put it in. And he does too many cell phone commercials. Yeah. Um, so let's go with, let's see. Number nine. I have Mr. Dakota Prescott. Ooh, and Dakota. it's not so much that I like Dak as, Everyone else sucks. Like that's the problem with the bottom of my list 
because I was like looking, I'm like, all right, Jameis, Daniel Jones, just like rattling off. Like there are a lot of like either very young and bad or just kind of, you know, volatile quarterbacks in the league, I feel like now. And Dak, I mean, you know, you don't count the injury year against him. He's been efficient. He came out and won his job from Tony Romo, who wasn't, you know, at his peak, but it still shows, you know, Dak is a solid quarterback. Um, the Cowboys offense was like number one in scoring last year. And Lord knows, you know, they've been feeding Zeke too much for it to be all on Zeke. So um, I, I, I don't have a ton to say about Dak. I'm very curious to see what he does this season because, you know, with the changes in the Cowboys offense, this is kind of, you know, you, you only get so many years of he's good without there being some expectation for some postseason success here. So I'm curious to see what happens there. Um, but I think he is one of the better young quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. So Dak, Dak was hard for me too. So I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but he was in my arm. mention. He's not going to be in my top 10. Um, I had a really tough time between him and Lamar at 10. I think he, yeah. he's someone that for a good chunk of his career was hindered by play calling by like Jason Garrett, you know, by now Mike McCarthy. But yeah, I think him and Kellen Moore are a great combo together. I think there still are like, I mean, I would be excited to see. It's not like Russell Wilson was like in Seattle where you get all the fans saying, let Russ cook and all that. But like, Dak, you can see that where they really still want to use Zeke because they gave him so much money. But yeah, I, I just think Dak in in certain stretches, Dak does look can look like the best quarterback in the league. Like he it, can go have spurts like that. Yeah, it's um, also tough to to really get a measure of Dak when every version of Dak we've ever seen has been under Jason Garrett or Mike yeah. McCarthy. And Mike right. McCarthy, I mean, you could you know, hypothetically be the best quarterback on earth and Mike McCarthy would still find a way to fuck that up. So it's, it's really hard to hold the, the offensive woes against him sometimes too. Yeah. And, and yeah, a lot of it, it has to be with play calling and his his ankle isn't as, uh, isn't as durable as I'd like. That's my big knock on back. Yeah. I mean, we saw him get hurt a couple two years ago where it got twisted all around. That's like a, that's an all time gross NFL moment. Yeah. I think we're and gonna remember that one for you a while. Romo, time. you have Romo going, oh, maybe maybe you just rolled it. No, I hope no, it's just didn't. a spray. It, it turned, uh, I don't know. It turned, like one eighty. Like yeah. no, he did just roll it. Um, yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, there's my fantasy season. Shit, <laughs> but yeah, you got to recover. And so it's but Dak, I I like him a lot, uh, Dakota. Um, so my number eight. This this is where Kirk is for me. So Kirk is eight. Uh, it's way not up a at lot eight. of way way up at eight. Way up uh, there. I I was between uh, eight and seven with him, and because I the way I was so, looking at so it, seven and a half, Kirk. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So okay. you'll see when I get to seven. Um, you could I I'll make an argument why how they're so close. So Kirk Cousins is someone that you, you think back to when he was drafted. He was drafted the same year Andrew Luck went one, RG3 went two. Kirk then was drafted middle round to the same team that drafted RG3. RG3 then went on to win rookie of the year, uh, looked really, really good. And then How the hell did they draft Kirk after drafting RG3? I, I don't know. It, okay, it's, it's, it was the Redskins. It was Washington. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, like, I guess. Uh, it, it, it ended up, obviously, in hindsight, being a better move because RG3 then, his body just died. 
And so uh, he, he just stopped being able to play football. And Kirk came in and was the better quarter, like in terms of just all the metrics, just a better yeah. quarterback. And he well, beat the job. It's easy RG3 to be a man is, without legs, but yes. RG, RG3 is still very salty about it to this day in the broadcast booths and all that. And so hey, he's throwing footballs through tires on Twitter. Yeah, so that's it's really that's impressive. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. I wonder, for I wonder how much that I wonder how much that pays these days. I don't know. Very um, little. <laughs> very little. They actually probably lose money by buying the tire and. Yeah, tires are expensive, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Usually, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> since since then, Kirk came to Minnesota. His first season was in 2018. In those in those 63 games that he's played, he has 103.5 passer rating, throwing. Over 16,000 yards, 124 touchdowns, only 36 interceptions. And we obviously had the playoff win down in um, New Orleans when they won 13 games. Um, this, that, I mean, that, I, you look that, you put that up against most quarterbacks, it's not going to be worse than them. Like he is going to be better than them. And this is someone that you mentioned in your, when you put him at 10, he doesn't get a lot of credit. He doesn't get nearly enough credit for what he deserves for how his play on the field is. I think that there are some things where people just don't necessarily like him just because he's a super cringy. He's just, he's a typical white suburban dad. Like, yeah, yeah I, I was, I was dork. literally about to say it's cause he's such a fucking dork is, yeah. is the problem. And, and, and I think it's, it's just, I appreciate, I don't know how many times on this podcast that like, it is just the narrative built around him by the mass NFL media that is like, it's literally, it's just the difference of narrative because Derek Carr is, is likened with him. He has significantly better numbers than he does, but I guarantee everyone that you talk to in the NFL media will say Derek Carr. Oh yeah. He's the better quarterback. It's like, well, he throws a lot of yards. He's not as efficient. He's not as advanced numbers. Like you look at like the EPA, you know, the ex- expected uh, pass accuracy like numbers and all that. Like it's, it's not the same. It's it always slants towards Kirk. So I think eight is a good spot for me. I obviously there's some key moments that you're like, yeah, I want him to do it. Well, last year, I think that changed a lot for me considering he was in the least amount of garbage time than any single quarterback in the league. We literally, the only garbage time we had was against Seattle uh, in week three. And even then, it was still relatively close. Like, cause it's, you know, Russell Wilson, on the other side. Um, and they kind of made it close because our defense, Mike Zimmer's defense was like, well, let's make it a little interesting, but. Um, well, it's a good I, thing I, you guys did a bunch to fix that defense this off season. So that doesn't happen again. I mean, we, we it's, it's hard to be worse than what we were. So that is also up, true. <laughs> just, just don't give up. Don't give up the, like the most points in NFL history in the final two minutes of either half. And we should be better. Or, so, or, or do, I mean, you, you could try it again. Maybe oh, it was a I fluke. Mean, Maybe it's a really good strategy. We literally just cannot be historically bad and we'll be better <laughs> on defense. That's the, the lowest bar to clear. I mean, literally we just can't be the worst defense in the final two minutes of either half. And we'll be better, a better defense overall. So, and that um, will help Kirk. Yeah, and that will help Kirk because there were times like we were in every single game, but it would that he played it like, and that's something that like, what more as a fan can you want and can you ask for? So that's what's crazy that like half the fan base I mean, is I mean, so winning, out on him. 
winning winning games. You're right. He Kirk <laughs> just just go out and throw four yards, four touchdowns, yeah. no interceptions every single week. Just do that. And it's That's like what I don't you know. Hope for. I don't know how we can be upset. Like he threw 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions last year. Uh, you know, passer rating of 103. He's literally had one season under a hundred passer rating. And that was 99.7 in his first year. So like, I, I don't know. I, I think he it's, it's comes with a position, but more so when it's a guy like Kirk cousins, like it's this, you know, the worst is going to be so much worse than, and the best is never going to be enough for a lot of people. So I put him at eight. Um, yeah. So. Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, talking. I was going to say that was, that was a lot more measured than that's I was the longest, that's the, the longest uh, because some people are, you know, I, I've said my opinion I, on him. So I just wanted times. you to put him at like, like five or six. So then, no. then we could have really had a, really no, had a debate. I'm not, I don't want to, I'm being realistic here. Cause the next guy's here. I'm, you know, I'd rather yeah. probably have them. So that's how I measured it. Yeah. Well, I'll go with my eight now. And I want to preface this by saying I have this guy too low, but it's oh, because God. he was awful last year. It's Russell Wilson. Uh, Russ sucked last year. He was really, really, really bad most of the year. And now granted, part of that might've been that like his finger fell off and he didn't rehab it as much as the doctor told him to because he's kind of a weird psycho health nut guy that thinks he can like think about his finger hard enough and it'll get better but russ when he is actually dialed in is a very good nfl quarterback he's Mm -hmm. he was the first kind of quarterback that i can remember you know not not just like running and scrambling down the field but like supreme elusiveness behind the line of scrimmage there's the patented russ play where he's just running back and forth like he's playing madden and then he hucks a moon ball to Lockett or uh who who was who was Lockett before Lockett? doug baldwin doug baldwin yes thank you mm-hmm. um and so that's kind of his bread and butter he's a very talented quarterback you know super bowl winner uh never got an mvp vote suck it russ but uh <laughs> Other than that, I mean, he's he's got the stats to back it up, and he really just needs to prove to me that he could still do it, and then he'll move a couple spots up this list. Last season scared me though; it was it was not fun to watch. Yeah, so I it's I'm glad you said Russ because I have him at, at seven. So this is where I was between putting Kirk above him or not, um, but I. I need one more year, I think, to see like if they still go on the tra- the trajectories that they were going at. I think then I can, you know, rightfully be able to put him in my mind, Kirk above Russell. But I have Russell at seven. Um, it's funny that you say like he had such a terrible year last year. Like he threw twenty five touchdowns and only six interceptions. Like and that's that speaks yeah. to his to his usual. So it's well, like in, in his where, usual production totals where his ratio, you know, of like touchdowns, interceptions still very, very nice. You know, it's just more of well, a, I mean, he did that all in 14 games. So he still had he, he, three more games. He's going over 30. I mean, he, he is unless some crazy bad stretch happens, but I, I think that he, he, cause you know, the week, the year before he threw 40 touchdowns, uh, the year before that, 31, then 35, 34. And like, I mean, he, he's a guy that's, 
he he throws one of the prettiest deep balls like it, it, because they are yeah. just such a moon ball it just it goes out of the screen like you can't even see it and then you always you know lock it usually on the other end just making it perfect like over the catch right in the basket and, yeah. and i think that's something that's so entertaining and it is the scrambling ability it leads to more sacks obviously um as he's lost a few steps as he gets into his mid 30s here but i think it's it's hard because he was so successful from a team standpoint early on yeah the bar was set so high for russell wilson and well, he think, was so consistent up until yeah. basically this last year yeah and like because it, the, the way the seahawks were it went from bolstered by legion of boom i mean that was the talking point and mm-hmm. then it was just having russell wilson giving the ball off to marshawn lynch and then he'll occasionally throw a ball to you know the patriots curse jermaine yeah jermaine curse <laughs> or uh, Doug Baldwin, you know, getting loose and running, you know, for 25 more yards after the catch. And like, I think it's, it's hard because then they transition to, it's like, it's his team. He has to be the production on offense because Marshawn either wasn't there or he kind of, his production fell off a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, it all obviously kind of came downhill a little bit from a team standpoint after the interception of the goal line and Malcolm Butler. And, and then it, was Russell Wilson trying to will them to games. And I remember I picked the Seahawks pretty far last year in the playoffs um, because I was like, this, this is kind of Russell Wilson kind of being like, I am really good and they should have been letting me lead the offense here for the last decade. And they obviously yeah. in the playoffs didn't rely on they, that. And they they kind of went out with a whimper in the playoffs yeah. too, which is, yeah. which is tough. So like I said, I think I have Russ too low, but I need to know that that wasn't indicative of what we can expect going forward. Yeah. So he, he's my number seven, um, but really, well, and Kirk, I think I'm really close, but what's your seven? Yeah, we can cut to my seven and then we can go to honorable I, mentions. Um, so my seven is a guy, another guy we already talked about. Uh, it's Lamar Jackson. I didn't want to put him any higher than that on my list just because he doesn't have the passing ability. You know, even though there's more to being a quarterback than just passing, you you can't be bad at passing. And not to say that Lamar is like bad at passing, but he just mm. is not on the same level as the rest of the guys on my list. But he is such a threat. It kind of goes back to that, like how afraid of the quarterback are you on the other side? And you should be afraid of Lamar Jackson. I mean, the dude is a threat on every play to do something crazy. So we kind of already talked him to death there at the beginning uh, of your list, but he is my seven. Yeah. Um, I You you tended to, I guess, like a little bit more than I did, but I think we might have some similar honorable mentions here. Uh, all right, my honorable mentions that we already talked about, uh, I have Dak in here, uh, but then the other guys – all kind of similar in terms of production, just different ways of getting there. I have Derek Carr, Kyler Murray, and Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan might be one that people are like, mm, don't Matt know Ryan agree, is, but a, is a lifetime achievement award. He's he's also like the least like sexy person you could say like uh, maybe Kirk, I guess. But Kirk is Matt the least Ryan sexy is, person in the world, Adam. I don't know, but see, but, but, but Matt Ryan, <laughs> Julie doesn't think so. Uh, at least twice. So <laughs> congrats least, on the sex, man. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, more confirmed, more confirmed than Aaron Rodgers. That's so, that's fair. That's yeah. I can't so argue with that. There you go. Um so Matt Ryan, I think, is like 
the old the old Kirk essentially. Like he he's just a guy that super productive. Just a guy. Yeah. He's just a guy. <laughs> he's just but a like, guy. <laughs> I mean, he he's someone that like he he's never going to be like super flashy with how he plays. He usually the last few years he's thrown a little too many interceptions, uh, but he is still productive on a for the most part a terrible Falcons team. Um, yep. So I'm excited to see how he how he performs on the Colts. A lot less pressure on him. He's got Jonathan Taylor behind him. Uh, Michael Pittman is coming into his own, maybe filling out a little bit because he's skinny. so skinny. You know, so skinny. Um, uh, good defense. And like a good coach in Frank Reich. So I think he's in a much better situation. I think we're going to be seeing what a lot of Colts fans hoped Carson Wentz would be in Matt Ryan this year. So I think he's not going to have to do a ton on his own. um, And he's not going to have the same awful plays that Carson had. So I I still like Matt Ryan. I think he can still be very productive. Uh, Great fit on the Colts. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, my honorable mentions, couple couple names we touched on. Uh, Kyler, I don't feel comfortable giving Kyler a place on the top 10. He is dynamic, but apparently he hates to learn. Um, he loves on Call of Duty more than being good in the he, NFL. He just seems immature. Like if you're, yeah. if you're complaining about the play calling to the point that your coach is like, okay, did you do it in a preseason game just to show you that it's hard? Like – that's just not good. So he's on the honorable mentions. Uh, so I have Stafford on my honorable mentions. So I am wow. even lower on Stafford. Wow. Than you are. Yeah. All right. Um, and yeah, I mean, everything you said about Stafford, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I think you don't have to be a top 10 quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, he proves that. And then my last honorable mention kind of goes without saying, but, uh, you know, Jordan Love, just so good. Uh, you know, and the the limited, <laughs> I couldn't even, I couldn't get through it. Um, no, probably, probably not him, but maybe someday. Maybe, maybe someday we'll honorable <laughs> mention him. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's funny that you mentioned like Stafford because like when you, when your whole like they like that's a good way of looking at it. It's like what quarterback when your team is playing them kind of like strikes the fear of God in you. Like going up against yeah. you, like I'm, I'm like, not scared of Stafford. I'm not like, and that's something that like what's crazy about it because everyone's like, oh, he threw 40 plus touchdowns last year. Like he was, it was unbelievable. It's like, yeah, but we we spent his entire career playing him twice a year. I, I yes, it's the Lions. I don't think I've ever been scared to play the Lions or worried to play the Lions. Obviously, yeah. I'm that, always that, like, that, it's that, probably going to be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's probably yeah. going to be closer than it should be. I always would say it to myself, but I always say that about every division game. I mean, like, even if the Bears are terrible, I would always still say it's going to Soldier Field is going to be difficult because mm. it's just a division game. And and I think the NFC North, more so, at least I mean, we're biased, obviously, but more so with other divisions, like it, it, they're difficult games usually, at least for a good for chunks of the game. Um and I, and I think Three. that's something that, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's called the black and blue division for a reason. And I think that Stafford, though, never – I was never like, shit, we got to play Stafford this week. Like, no, I, I, but it, but if we're going by that metric, too, that I laid out of how scared you are when they're on the field, then Jordan Love should actually be my number one, not in my honorable <laughs> mentions, because I am terrified if I ever see him out there. So He's just like – you have – it's. I remember I see, like, highlights of him. I'm like, oh, it's like – 
two steps forward, three steps back. Like it, it's like, it's something where you're just like, that's good. That's hey, not. Hey, like, he, that's he threw, he threw two touchdowns or maybe one. I can't remember if he threw the second one to, to Dobbs in the preseason. So that's the, that's the future right there. So it's throwing a lot of interceptions. That's probably something that Packer fans aren't used to. Yeah, seeing. Cause, cause they, like, cause they bounce off the receiver's hands. That's not his he, fault. He doesn't, he doesn't know a catchable ball. Uh, that's true. That's, you know what? It's, it's his fault. It's all his yeah. fault. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on with our uh, reigning list here. Uh, number six. I got I got Joey B. I got I got Mr. Cool Joey B. Hey, me too. Oh, look at that! Perfect. So this Paige's favorite part of the list. So I think the next two we might have similar next twos here. Um, I was like these these are hard to place because they're. I don't. I don't here. think we're gonna have similar next twos. But okay, so you have you have another guy <laughs> least, higher than at least one of them. Yeah, no. Okay. So go so on. I, I have I have Joe Burrow, and that's something like the one the one word I can think of easily with him is Moxie. Like he just plays like it, it's a, it's just a calming presence. I feel like when it's, he it's is a recording. it's a fearless confidence. Yeah, in the yeah. face of you should probably have some fear. Yeah. And especially coming into the Bengals, <laughs> like with the offensive line, still yeah. it's gonna be better now. I but. mean, your offensive line literally caused your knee to like explode in three different places in your rookie season, but it doesn't really feel. I mean, he he's not as mobile these days as he was kind of back in college and he, right still, away. But but he still is he's still more mobile than people give him credit for. Um, not quite to the extent of like Patrick Mahomes or something, but Joe Burrow can still extend plays and that's the thing where he he can extend plays and he can make every throw i mean he had and then you add in the fact that he has jamar chase as his receiver now like too like in the second year like he's always he's probably always gonna have that so like i think that that's something that i i mean well and and people discount yeah people also discount you know like we're talking about the weapons around joe burrow you know you got it Chase Higgins, Boyd are great. You got absolutely elite running back uh, out of the backfield. It's Samaje P. Ryan. So, you know, just that guy should never come off the field, honestly, yeah. especially in the Super Bowl. But uh, anyway. Two weeks in a row. What if I mentioned Samaje P. Ryan every week? Like, forever. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it'd be great. Just that's that's the bit now. That's the bit. The year is twenty thirty. He hasn't been in the league for like eight years. And I'm like, so, but it, this guy reminds me a lot of Samaje. He's got a lot of Samaje in his game. You know, the way the way he's able to go up for a pass and almost get to the spot, but then decide not to get there. That's something that just is un- Dust, Dustin, you, you almost got my joke. Much like Samaje P. Ryan almost got to that football in the Super Bowl. <laughs> It's a I good thing there. they left. The, it's a good thing they left the Pro Bowl running back on the sideline for the most important play of the season. It's really important. It's also a good thing that Samaje didn't like strain himself by diving for it or anything. You know, yeah, it was only yeah, fourth he wanted, down. wanted to miss that. Uh, no, you don't. Well, because well, you, you, you know get the next week was his uniform, vacation. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah, you know, he's got vacation next week. The fans. There's, work there's many out. reasons. Yeah. Uh, so, but no. So Joe Burrow. Joey B. I got got it. Uh, number six year. And I think he's just someone that just the trajectory is, I mean, sky high. Like, I mean, we don't know how, how good he can be yet. We obviously saw it in college. I mean, it was probably the greatest college quarterback season 
ever when he was at LSU. And then he came in right away. Um, obviously, the season was cut short with the injury, as you mentioned. But then last year, he lived up an expectation. I mean, he got to the Super Bowl. I mean, and that, that that's something like, yes, what are there some other things? But we've talked about it. It's really hard getting the Super Bowl. Things he, he got there. go right. Yeah, he got there with the Bengals. He got there yeah. over Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, and, and the thing that really gets me about Joe Burrow, I think his biggest strength, like you say, he's got moxie, he's got attitude. He's got like the clutch gene that people yeah. talk about where the moment is never too big for Joe Burrow. He's right. never flustered by what's going on. I mean, second year in the league, he's in the Super Bowl, maintaining yeah. your composure, you know, running around. And, and a lot of those playoff games, like, you know, they needed very clutch plays out of him and they got it for the most part because yeah. that's just, that's just his like mental ability within the game to, you know, not be overwhelmed. And, and that's something that I think is a very common thread or a common trait uh, with my top six quarterbacks. They all kind of have that just intangible, you know, clutch it factor. Like they have just something, they're just built a little different where the moment's yeah. never going to be too big. Like you said, like it, it's just something that it's, it's hard to describe other than, you know, clutch moxie, like, you know, swag, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Like, you and, just, and, and you need that in a high, yeah. in, a, in a top tier quarterback. You can't not have that when you can't teach it. You can't, you can't teach it either. No, you just kind of, you have it or you don't. So I have met six. Who's your number six. Well, my number six is also Joe. So you go on to your right. number five. Yeah, oh, that's right. Uh, so number five, uh, this one's obviously going to be different, but this is a guy that's forever going to be linked with Joe Burrow. Uh, came in the same draft class, very similar expectation. I'm excited to see how they, their rivalry continues, especially with, you know, the other two AFC quarterbacks I'm going to have later in this list, but it's Justin Herbert uh, for the LA chargers. So Justin Herbert, uh, in, in a similar situation with Joe Burrow where like I, I, but I'd say it slants more towards, uh, Herbert. It should, but injuries and other things that happen kind of have derailed a lot of the Chargers seasons. It's, it's a reason why we haven't seen Herbert get to the playoffs, which is a real bummer, obviously, yeah. um, because he, the talent is through the roof. I mean, it, it, it's, there's certain throws. Like I've never seen, I haven't seen a quarterback recent. I mean, there's very few that can throw a 60 yard, you know, bomb on a rope. I mean, it looks like he's throwing it 20 yards. I mean, the thing yeah. doesn't barely gets off the ground. Like he has an absolute rocket for an arm. Um, super, super talented in terms of athletic ability, very efficient I mean, his first year, he in in 15 games played, he threw 31 touchdowns, 4,300 yards, only 10 interceptions, and he followed that up by throwing 5,000 yards, 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. I mean, he's something that just like he's always going to have a chance to throw you back into games, and and I think that's with yeah, the he, weapons that the Chargers have, like it, it's crazy. Like he, he's got, he's know. got. Crazy amounts of talent, crazy amounts, you know, of weapons around him. His coach is kind of an offensive mind. It's honestly the only reason he hasn't been to the playoffs yet is a combination of some bad luck and being in the same division as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And that's not going to get any better this year. But yeah, I, I also have 
uh, Herbie fully loaded as my number five. So we are lockstep with our last two picks here. See, that's what that's what I was saying. Like guys that like would be very linked is like I had a tough because a lot of people are putting. Well, I thought you over Herbert when you said our next two guys, I thought you meant uh, four and five. Is that what you meant, or did you mean five and six? No, I meant five oh, and six. Oh, okay, okay. I meant five and six because so many people put Burrow over Herbert because Burrow's team got to the Super Bowl. It's like, well, I but mean, you look at but you everyone knows at, that making it to the Super Bowl and even winning the Super Bowl is a stupid fucking stat to hold against a, a quarterback with you know tons of talent. And it's a team fucking sport. Yeah, no, I I, 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 mean, I totally agree I, with you. In their career of two years, I think. Yeah, it's or or more really, than two years, more more mm, more than that. I don't know. I think when it's on that, you kind of have to look at them as a quarterback. I I'm my quarterbacks here listed are accurately listing as like I think like the best quarterbacks for this year and all that. But yeah, no, for sure. Where I'm just you know I just, I just want to get that out there for no reason at all. So oh, no, re- no reason at all. Yeah, okay. yeah. So who's who's your who's you're, your four? you're a big I, that's right. You're a big Joe Flacco's elite. I don't care what you all say. He's better because he won that Super Bowl. He's better than even that Super he's, Bowl. You're he's a big be- Joe Flacco. He's better guy. than Marino. So yeah. is Dilfer. Like yeah, I mean, there's we, we could we could make a whole list of people that are better than Marino because there's like 50 of them yeah. just by math. Yeah. Um, Rex Grossman is kind of a, in the conversation because he at least got, he, he was at yeah. one too. So, you know, that, that that's, that's something. Uh, Bears legend, Rex Grossman. Um, all right. My number four, this is where I feel like we're probably going to differ. Oh, we definitely um, are going to differ. I don't know who you're going to say, but we're going to differ. So for, I, I, the way I look at it is, This, this I, I love the struggle I, I get, that I'm watching I, right now. I might I might get some slander here, but because there's he's still I think is still a year away, and obviously the guy that's oh, ahead no. of him is not. I have Josh Allen at four. Oh no! So I got I have Josh Allen at four. I knew um, you hated Josh Allen. <laughs> you're right. He's the fourth best quarterback <laughs> in the league. He's he's the worst. No, so I have Josh Allen at four. And I think it's what's difficult with Josh Allen is similar to not, not obviously as extreme as Stafford, um, but he's, he can have stretches where old Josh comes out and it's like the accuracy disappears and he just throws rockets and they're all over the place. And I think that's, that's something that I still need a year before I can put him in that top three, which I mean, top, top three, the next three guys I'm going to say are elite of the elite. I mean, like they all, I think a lot of these guys are, but like, they're the guys that you literally never have to worry about, or you haven't had to worry about from their, from a, their play standpoint, like uh, unless they're injured. Um, But I think that Josh Allen can still kind of revert back to rookie year Josh Allen and second year Josh Allen. And and I think that's something that I need to see it this yeah. year. I think we, I think we're going to get a good Josh Allen year again too. I mean, I said it last year. Um, I, I backed it by picking him in fantasy and he was obviously, I think the number one fantasy quarterback. So like he, he is good on a volume standpoint, but there's still the stretches that are bad, like 15 interceptions. That's too many for a guy this good. So I, 
I yeah, want to and, see that number go down. And and, and he, he does have, I agree with you, he does have moments where, you know, he kind of reverts and it's the, the push all the buttons of the controller moment. And there's a little bit of panic there. What I've noticed with Josh, though, I feel like he used to have bigger moments like that. Think about, I think it was his rookie year when he was like lateraling the ball backwards while being tackled in the middle of the field. Just, just dumb stuff. That was, that was it, in the playoffs against the Texans. Yes. Where he just said like, Fuck it and yep. chucked it back up. And which, like, okay. which was an all-time moment. I mean, I really enjoyed it as a, as a spectator. But I feel like those moments are A, getting less severe and B, getting less frequent to the point where I don't expect very many of them this year. I feel like he's kind of comfortable now because he wasn't really su- expected to be a great quarterback being drafted. There were a lot of people right. doubting him. So, um, But that, that makes sense. My number four... Uh, and I want credit for putting him up this high, is uh, Thomas Brady. <laughs> It'd be wild if you did not have him. Like, like, no. That would so, be the, like, such a like commitment to the bit. Like, it's so, not even funny. Like, so I, I hate Tom Brady. If if you've listened to me talk for more than five minutes, that's probably come up at some point. Um, Tom is really old. He has never been mobile. And... He forgot what down it was against the Bears, which I will hold against him forever. Uh, and so, I, I mean, Tom is a great what did good he do, quarterback. What did he do in the season? What? What? How did the season end for him? That when he I don't think him? I don't think anyone has a memory long enough to remember how that no. season ended. I don't think we no. could Google it. I think it's been scrubbed uh, from oh, from yeah. the everything. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but Tom Tom is good. Tom had a good first season with the Bucks. He had a pretty good second season with the Bucks as well. I don't expect him to fall off the cliff so to speak. We're going to put the W word away for now. We're going to, we're going to put it in its case and we're going to close that. What happened when you said that? And we're going to, we're just going to, we're going to keep it around. It's still here. And if if I need to pull it out again, rest assured it's, it's on a hair trigger, but it's not there now. Um, But uh, yeah, Tom, Tom is a, is a generational quarterback. He's a great quarterback. He can't move. He's a statue, which is the reason why I put him as fourth, because the next three guys that I'm going to say here are more of an overall threat. I feel like they're all very accurate. They're all very smart. They're all, you know, have high football IQs. Tom is the only one who needs like one of those walkers with the tennis balls on it. So that's, that's why I put him at four. It's pretty impressive for like a statue has thrown 624 touchdowns in the NFL. That's pretty impressive. Well, when the statue started in the NFL, there were only statues in the NFL. So, I mean, <laughs> But yet you know, he's still he's still he's a relic of another time. Yeah, and yet he's he's still going. You know, solid twenty two seasons later, going on his twenty third season. Well, I mean, um, when you when you don't eat tomatoes, it's really easy to throw touchdowns. Don't ask me yeah, how those yeah. are related because you know if you don't know, then you should be listening to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's let's keep it going on Tom because I have him at number three. Uh, so Tom Brady. Wow. Is three. Disrespect. This is your goat at number three. It's for the 2022 NFL season, so well, I mean, it's not it's not best quarterbacks of all time here. Um, that's that's a different list. Uh, had that been this list, he'd be number one. Maybe maybe it's not that different two. for me. Um, maybe it would be the guy that's going to be in my number one. Might replace him at some point, but we'll see. You um, cannot. You can, uh, we would have we would have a discussion if that if we did that list and you you pulled that move. I mean, the guy who's like in his fourth season. Yeah, we could have that conversation like 10 years. I'm sure we'll have a better idea. So, 
Um, Go on. Sorry, yeah. I'll, I'll be. I'm done interrupting. Talk about so. Time. In terms of rate, I feel like I would have an argument there, but we'll get there. Uh, what about the so Rogers Tom, rate. So, so, so Tom, that, that's not a thing. If you watch <laughs> any of his commercials, that's not a thing. There's no such thing as the Rogers rate. I don't believe that for a and second. They're both a State Farm. They're both a State Farm. So you don't that, get points. That that's true. That's that's true. Um, so Tom Brady, Mr. Thomas Brady, he is my number three. Uh, the guy that just, I don't, I honestly, like, and we always talk about quarterbacks falling off a cliff and we always see it. You know, you saw it with Peyton, you saw it with Drew, you saw it with Philip Rivers. Um, it, you know, I don't know if we're going to, like, I don't know. We're waiting to see it with Tom. I'm sure it will happen. Um, do you think but, that if Tom fell off a literal cliff, he would also fall off of the figurative cliff then? No, I think he would somehow still come back and <laughs> still play in the NFL. Like I, I have not lived. I mean, like he obviously came in the league in 2000 and like for us, I don't really remember much of a time without Tom Brady in the NFL, which is pretty insane considering I'm going to be, if you're listening to this, I'm 28 years old. So oh, yeah, I, we should have started off the show with that. Happy birthday today. Yeah, way, way to go, assholves. Nice, yeah, nice but, job. Thank you. But you started the show. You should have wished yourself a happy birthday. I, wow, I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, you, you kind of are that person, though. We're yeah. about an hour in. So. <laughs> You'll probably be the first person to <laughs> It happens now. Happy look at that. Yeah, I wake up about at 12, at 12 o'clock. I'm like, happy birthday, me. I did it. <laughs> I made another year. One uh, more. So, no, Tom, Tom Brady is someone that he just continues to perform at high levels. And I am starting, I mean, like I've been believing it for years. He's just never not going to do that until he says he's like, all right, I'm actually am done now. So I'll believe it when I see it. But I think the Bucks will be very good this year. Um, again, I mean, that division is, we've talked about it, but like I, even with, even if that work division were a little better, the Bucks are still in very good shape. I don't have any doubt about Tom this year. That's why he's my number three. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no. All right. Well, is, I mean, if we, if, do you want to talk about Tom more? Cause you know, I love talking about Tom, but we can, yeah. I, I can we go can. to my three now. Go for it. Uh, so my number three is guy. We already talked about Josh Allen. Um, mm. I think this you guy's hate one, Josh Allen. How dare no, you? I like Josh Allen more than you. No, clearly not. I drafted him last year. So you, you hate him. Well, I drafted Tom Brady, and I fucking hate Tom Brady. Well, what, I think you secretly love him, just like how you want Aaron Donald to choke you. I think it, I think it's a secret. I think if Aaron Donald choked me, I would die. Oh, that's Probably. like uh, Kevin's pretty fantasy. sure. Aaron Donald choking yeah. him and Tom Brady kissing him on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> While Kevin's like smashing heirloom tomatoes on the side. Just like, no, get him out of here. <laughs> Looking uh. at a tapestry on the wall. You, you got Kirk. You got Kirk grilling steaks on the grill. In the <laughs> Kirk, Kirk's grilling steaks, and Jordan Love is just throwing a football into a brick wall next door. Uh, no, but so Josh Allen getting away from whatever the fuck that was. Josh <laughs> Allen uh, is my number three, and like we talked about, you know, I think he has a ton of upside. He could still hit. He's very talented. He's gotten very accurate since his rookie year. He's on a great offense, and he just has to minimize the kind of holy shit plays uh, where he where he panics and, and does something dumb. And I think that, you know, we'd, we'd probably be putting Josh Allen a lot higher if it weren't for his, uh, his AFC daddy that we're going to talk about here in a second. Before we move on, 
Can uh, can someone listening please make a fan art of Kevin in that situation? Make <laughs> it one of us. <laughs> make make it, and then I'll pay you to destroy it. A, a fan art. Make a fan art of it. I like make it. make one it. fan art. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's let's move on here to number two. For me, uh, I ha- we're probably gonna have these guys flipped. So I guess we can both. No. If you want to talk about it, it's but, the State Farm boys. So uh, let me let me guess. You have Rodgers and Mahomes at one. I have I have Aaron Rodgers at uh, at number two. Uh, so mm-hmm. he he's someone obviously I'm very familiar with. Had to deal the better part of my like fandom life with him. Um, so I I know lots about Aaron Rodgers, probably more than a lot of other fans. I think we all know about. too much about Aaron Rodgers at this point. Yeah, probably, probably. So I, I think that this is someone that um, when we talk about, you know, striking the fear of God in you, like these these last guys that I've been naming ha- do that. So I, and I think with Aaron Rodgers, the fact that we play him twice a year, that's obviously something that like I'm always aware of when we play the Packers or when we're going to, when they have, we have them upcoming, I'm like, great, we got to deal with this. The, old, the reason why I have Aaron Rodgers number two is you look at both both these quarterbacks. The obviously other guy is Patrick Mahomes. So both these quarterbacks uh, lost lost their receiver one this offseason. So yep. they're similar situations in that. Um, but you look at the other factors in their situations – um, it definitely slants still towards the Chiefs being the better situation to be. Yeah, they have a Hall um, of Fame, like maybe best ever tight end. Tight end. In the and, and then, but then they NFL. went out and actually got you know, like I think Juju Smith like a weapon. Imagine no, Aaron Rodgers. I think, Rogers I think actually Juju Smith Schuster is going to be a lot better than people are more effective than people will give him credit for because you see, th- you look at the last couple years that he's had in Pittsburgh, he had basically crippled Ben, the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger walking around that could throw the ball no more than 10 yards. Um, And then you had Juju that was banged up for the last two years. Before that, he was in the conversation with being one of like the top receivers in the NFL. Like he was so good for those stretches. Like actually you look at his seasons, you look at his numbers. But but you're forgetting one thing. That he has Patrick Mahomes running the ball now? No, 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 no. It's not Patrick that I'm concerned about. It's Jackson. He's going to be in the same city. He's going to have so much extended contact. Him and Jackson are going to be doing TikToks together 24-7. There is no way that Juju will have time to catch footballs because he will be doing way too many TikToks. Well, that's a fair point. I'm going yeah. to go ahead and say that's not going to be a factor in this, but I think it's um, going to be at least a, a small factor. I mean, it, it, it's a fair point. It, it's a fair concern <laughs> with, uh, with both their track record, but uh, how much of that played into maybe Juju going there? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. And plus we, we, which, we which know that Holmes was it for, we know that Patrick hates Jackson and, and his wife. So, you know, they're, they're very annoying as we've seen in the TikToks. And so when Juju starts to ingratiate himself with those two, Patrick's not going to want to throw this guy the ball. He's not going to want him to stick around. Yeah. So, okay. Um, but I, I just, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I have Rodgers lower than Mahomes 
is a lot of it has to do with the situation and a lot of it has to do with their the current trajectory of how they're going. I do think they're like, well, Rogers, Aaron Rodgers is still extremely very good. Uh, still plays at a very elite level. He is at the age where certain throws might not be possible. We don't know until we see it, but Patrick Mahomes is nowhere near that point. So that that's age, age does have a bit of a determinant factor here as well. Um, I'm not concerned at all about how Patrick Mahomes is physically. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, his mobility, that is what separate his his ability to escape out of sacks and extend plays and let plays like that. That's such a big factor for him. He obviously has a lot of great arm talent, um, one of the best ever. But I think underrated of value of his is his ability to extend plays. And I think the as the years go on, who knows? We're you know we're at the end of his career. Whether it's going to be this year, next year, the year after, it's coming in the next couple of years. Um, that can go at any time with quarterbacks, as we've talked about the cliff. I don't see it happening this year, but if it's a little bit, that's going to play into a big part in the production now, especially with Devontae gone. Yeah. And so I, I think, I don't think I need to justify that, you know, Patrick Mahomes at two, like Patrick Mahomes is great. You know, I, we kind of, he's the golden boy of the NFL. I don't know that there's a ton that we really need to say about him. Uh, just getting on my soapbox here for Aaron Rodgers for one minute. Cause you did it with your boy. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers is coming off of back-to-back MVP seasons at his older age. He, I believe, has the same physical ability, more or less, maybe not quite as much mobility in terms of, you know, his feet and stuff like that as Mahomes, but it's fairly close. And I believe he still has all the same arm ability that he's had, you know, for most of his career now. What I view as kind of the deciding factor between him and Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes has great game IQ. He's a really smart guy. He just, he doesn't have the, you know, 10 to 15 year NFL brain where, you know, he's, he's still figuring stuff out. He's still thinking about stuff. He's got Andy Reid helping him, which Andy Reid is like the anti Mike McCarthy, where at this point, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Not to say that he doesn't need coaches, but he like is a coach. He has that level of game knowledge and he has the same level of ability as Patrick Mahomes. So that's why I put him at number one is that I just don't think there's anyone that has the intersection of the physical ability and the mental you know, experience, the game IQ, the player, you know, knowledge, all that stuff that you want to talk about. That's why I put him at number one. And the back-to-back MVP seasons is a testament that he's not slowing down. He had one slump year in the death throes of the McCarthy regime where everything sucked and he hated Mike and you know, potentially wanted to get rid of him. And since then, he has been unstoppable with you know rare exception of the 49ers. So that, that that's really, that's all I have to say about putting him up there at one. I think that, you know, I, I'm actually surprised you put him at two. I thought you'd be like, I thought you'd give me an Aaron Rodgers washed. No, <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. Like I'm, I'm too, I'm not superstitious, but I am, I'm, I'm I am a little, a little stitious. Little stitious. So yeah. I, I would never put that into the universe. You should, you should try it. It's pretty fun. It's, <laughs> no, no, it's a good see, time. I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do to that. go on the um, internet and slander people who are inevitably going to hurt you. 
Yeah. Uh, so obviously, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is number one. I've talked about Patrick Mahomes probably more so than, or my, my admiration for him is probably the most documented on this podcast. Um, I'm a very big fan of him uh, for many reasons, like many people, but he's literally doing things. He's literally done things. His start of his career, he's only going into what his, I guess, fifth season as a starter um, mm-hmm. that no one has done. Like literally his, his the marks that he's setting or his, his trajectory is the best literally to go down as the best quarterback from a number standpoint. What are you, which, which numbers are you looking at for that? He has a better touchdown percentage or like a high, he has the highest touchdown percentage in terms of like, like that, his, no, like his, all of his throws, like, yeah, like per yeah. completion. Yeah. So, okay. so, so it's, it's higher, it's higher than Rogers. It's higher than Brady. It's higher than Montana. It's higher than all the other guys. Like they're saying, so obviously it's not in history because there's some guys that only played for a little bit where they didn't throw as much, but in terms of numbers, he is 6.4% of his throws are touchdowns, which is 0.1 better than Rogers. Mm. Um, but it, it, from an efficiency standpoint, he is still extre- his, his interceptions are not as much. But I think his volume will I'd definitely be higher. I mean, just because different offenses, different types of player. Um, I think Mahomes is. I we've been I, I've mentioned it before, but Rogers did has stretches where he is a little adverse throwing the football. He has a lot of throwaways, a lot more throwaways than Mahomes does, and I think that's that's not a negative. It's not a positive. It's just an observation. And that's something that like it's probably going to lead to less interceptions because he's not. And Mahomes takes a lot more sacks than Rodgers does. I just I don't really see. I'm just, I don't really I, see I'm the saying, distinction in the numbers there. I'm saying that Rod, that Mahomes it's not, it makes sense that he has a higher touchdown percentage because he throws the ball downfield like he's not throwing it away as much as Rodgers does. So obviously he has more attempts to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's resulting in more touchdowns, but yes, at the same time, it's probably going to result in more interceptions. Now, la- I think last year he had 13 interceptions, um, which was a high mark for him. It was his highest that he's thrown. Uh, but we talked about it last year. He had a lot of interceptions that bounced off of Tyreek Hill's hands or it had weird tips and things like that. Interceptions yeah, poor poor Patrick weird. Mahomes throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill. Well, he's not going to have that this year. I, yeah, it's we'll with Rodgers throwing it to Devontae. Like, what? Do you, I don't understand that logic there. Mahomes well, uh, I, Rodgers I, I, had good I didn't try receivers. to say that throwing to Devontae was a bad thing. You, I'm not, but what, like, what I'm this saying Tyree is... Kill guy can't catch a fucking I, thing. <laughs> he, from, a, from a technique standpoint, he really is not that good. He catches a lot. Well, that's, like, that, that's because he has like, to have the funny gloves with the peace sign on it. You know, that's it, 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 there's less sticky material because it has to have the thing. Well, yeah, because he can't have he can't just throw the piece anymore. Otherwise, he'll get fined. He doesn't want to do that, mm-hmm. so he has to have it just imprinted, so he just wave at the person. And Anton Winfield Jr. kind of ruined that anyway. But yeah, uh, so I I think Mahomes has the the chance. I mean, obviously, it's a long way to go. I mean, he's going into his fifth season only, so he's only got four seasons as an NFL starter. But he's done as good as he could, like literally. Yeah. No, and, as good as he possibly could. In the time, Mahomes is great. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes is fantastic. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying. I mean, he leads the league in covering the the ear holes on his helmet too, which is something that we don't talk enough about. Um, <laughs> that's that's a cool look 
everyone likes that. So yeah, I, I mean, I respect your list. I'm I'm happy that you didn't go Rogers at five or something like that. And no. actually, I'm not happy because I would have liked to have that fight. But here we are. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not that like senile yet. So no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> but do that but now the moment we've all been waiting for. Yep. Dustin. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Hit us, hit us with the Dustin list. Yep. All right. So number 10 here, I've got probably one of the slipperiest QBs in the league. Not because he's quick or fast, but it's Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I kind of sided with you guys. I split you guys on this one, uh, but Kirk Cousins is my number nine. Oh, so you, wow. so you did, did put Kirk above Carr. I did not okay. think I did. Yeah. you would put him on your list. I literally I thought you were going to leave him off. Wow. No, but Kirk, I, I, Kirk I, I, is one I, of the I, least slippery. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, number eight, Kyler Murray. Okay. Please. So we've both left him off our lists. Yeah, I know. You guys are dumb. What's, what's the justification for him above yeah. those two? Because it can't be stats because he doesn't have that to back him. Yeah, so. He's he's, he's, no sure. he's electric. Yeah. It's closer to the ground. It's touchdowns per inch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but number seven, I've got Stafford. <laughs> you guys had him around there too. No, I had him at ten, and Adam didn't have him any. Or no, Adam had him no. at ten. I didn't have him anywhere. Oh. No, I, I I had him at nine. I had him. Nine. Oh, nine. Okay. Well, seven's not bad. Okay. Okay. No. 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 So, 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 Stafford. What do you like about Matt Stafford? Uh, he's he's tough. He uh, he he's good. You, you saw you, that mic. You saw that, that mic. Guy. Fucking. I I watched like, that. That's so, so annoying. Long ago. Oh, that's yeah, not why that. though. That's just, not why. Wow. Well, that's, that's just why that's I like the first the guy. thing you say. That's why I like him. It's not why I think he's. He's not tough now though. He's a Cali boy now. Yeah. yeah his didn't you see the cell phone commercial? Elbow is not very tough. He's hurting right now. Yeah, he, he heard it surfing and drinking a a, a a tea. He heard it by throwing hang loose too hard. He's just, it was just he like, he was eating avocado toast and he just, it was too heavy. Yeah. Oh, well, because he had to lift up that trophy so many times. Yeah, that's a, that's a good response. That's a good response. I like that. All right. Um, continuing on here, number six, I've got Justin Herbert. Herbie. Yeah, I I had to put Burrow ahead of him. I just had to. Why? You're one of those guys. Because Burrow's better. <laughs> Why? Good, good, good. We're on the right track here. Yeah, just details. <laughs> Come on, these are facts. <laughs> I, I had him uh, before. I had him up. Oh, I lack of justification for any of these is just crazy. It's just we're going to wrap Burrow. It I know. I have to yeah. put my number five is Tom Brady. You're putting Burrow over Brady? Yes, I am for this year. For this year. <laughs> oh, I love it. I I just don't. So so tell us tell us why it. you have Tom Brady ranked the lowest out of the three of us because I am shocked. Yeah. Right. I did. I didn't expect to, but I just I don't know. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he has the legs under him. Anymore. You don't think he's focused because he the, retired? The number of times I I love when we ask him to justify. He goes. I don't know. Uh, he always says, <laughs> oh, like, like, I filler. don't know. It's a well, filler I don't know. Word. Yeah, it's, a, it's an uh. It's an awful filler word. D- Dustin, <laughs> let, me, let me give you some ammo here. Tom Brady doesn't care about football anymore. He retired, and he came back because he's a sad old man with nothing in his life except for billions of dollars and that family. A yeah. Life. Yeah. But besides yeah. that, nothing. Besides that, nothing. <laughs> he wants to heirloom tomatoes so bad now, he just can't stand it. He needs to eat them. 
All right, so hit us with five. Or wait, no, five hit us with four. Four, yeah. four is Burrow. I've got Burrow at four. Okay. So you, you, you're really loving the Joey. Did you see the, the white helmet picture and you just got really excited? I mean, he's on, an, he's on an upslope. He had a way better year this last year than he did the year before that. It was the white helmet for Dustin. Well, his his, his knee exploded the year before <laughs> yeah, that. He's so. he way better. Yeah, he is on an upward trajectory, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's on pace to play like 30 games. <laughs> Keep this trajectory going. Yeah. Year long season, no off season. All right. All right. Hit us with three. Okay. three. Number three, I have Aaron Rodgers. Wow. wow. You're the lowest on the Rodgers, too. Kevin, how do you Kinda feel? similar huh? to Dustin's the, list stinks, to though. I think he's just getting a little too old. I don't know if he's going to He got a tattoo, him. Dustin. He's still young. The crystals that's, keep that's you young forever. Off his blood flow. No. Aaron yeah. Rodgers would never take a risk putting a needle in his arm unless he was sure that it wasn't going to affect his blood Unless it was crystal flow. meth. Oh, never mind. Sorry. No. He's not into that kind of drug yet. Ink. <laughs> He's immunized himself against being old. Yeah. With his tattoo. Young All right. Kid. Who's number two? Number two is Mahomie, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, geez. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm excited. I, 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 I want to hear. Say Trubisky. So it is one. It is. Who's one? Just go ahead and say it. Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> is it actually? It no, might be. Not. You guys can't see my list. It's Josh no. Allen. It it's is Josh. Josh Allen, but one B is Trubisky. What's the justification of Allen over Mahomes? And it can't be like 13 seconds because we know that goes in favor of Mahomes. Is it that he looks um, good in shorts? Don't they he all does. In shorts? I no, Patrick Mahomes does not look good most, in shorts. I feel like no. most quarterbacks have. Aaron Rodgers probably him. doesn't look great in shorts, if I'm being no. perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah. He's got Josh Allen has a weird body for sure. Like we saw that Hawaii. Yeah, picture. that Hawaii like picture he's, was tough. He's cool. yeah. Especially next to Miles Teller, who's like young and like yeah. an actor. Yeah. So 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 Josh. That's my list. So so we're gonna go What's with the shorts. The <laughs> <Is> that the <laughs> shorts? <laughs> that, that's my list, you guys. Is it because he can throw the ball farther than Patrick Mahomes? I'm giving you so yeah. many here, and you're not. I don't yes. even know if he I can. feel like I they're both. He, like he definitely can. I feel like they're really he for sure can. Though. I don't know about that. Who can throw it farther sideways, though? Is it is it that he plays in? I just think he's a got... worse stadium. I fuck. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I... They're getting a new one, aren't they? Is it? Yeah. Is it Buffalo getting a new one? But their current one sucks. So here's yeah. my reasoning. I'm going to put tunnel. Diggs God. is better than any receiver, wide receiver that Mahomes has. And I think Dawson. How Knox dare you besmirch is, MVS like that? I think yeah. Dawson Knox is. Do, he's proven himself a lot. He's obviously not a Kelsey. He's obviously not a Kelsey. Adam and I both were so terrified <laughs> you were about to say something. Oh no, I was not. You were going to regret. I was not going to go there. Our eyes were so wide. <laughs> but no, I think he's he's definitely a top like at least four uh, tight end in the league. What? Da- da- Dawson Knox. <laughs> yeah. Top four. Top four, yeah. So who who's wow. who's ahead of him? Wow. We're not the doing tight ends this week. Well, we can. Real quick. <laughs> Go. Who's it who's ahead? We got Kelsey. We got, got Kelsey Kittle and probably Darren Waller. 
So not Mark Andrews. No, no Mark no. Andrews. No Kyle Pitts. No, no, no Kyle Pitts. No Hawkinson. See who no, did Kyle no, Pitts? No, no. Oh, geez. He's All right. Well, we, we've uncovered some interesting ideas rattling around in that break course today, Dustin. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's good. I like it. I do too. What a wild justification. I feel pretty good I mean, about it. I think that's the clip. I think we got the clip. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Right. That's, that's yeah. You and me just with the eyes. Oh, God. All right. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for your list, Dustin. That's that's great. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So that that's been our that's been our list series. So we'll see. Obviously, how the season goes. We are right. Honestly, we are two weeks. If you're listening to this, we are two weeks from the NFL kickoff game. So that's that's exciting, right? Yeah, yeah, it's two weeks, isn't it? That is that is bananas. That that, that's, that kind that's of crazy that we're already here. Like yeah. it's, it's it's coming. So um, uh, next week we are going to be doing a crossover pod. Um, so for some details about that. I think we're going to be posting it on both uh, with State of Skull, the Vikings pod, as well as on ours. Uh, it's going to be a NFL preview. Uh, primarily focusing, I think, on the Vikings and the Packers season, uh, as well as just season as a whole. Um, more it, details it, to come about that. It's so we're gonna we're gonna play a game next week called "How Annoying Can Kevin Be in a Room Filled with Vikings Fans?" and and also well, Dustin. And there's there's also a couple like I know a couple of the guys on it that I think, like I admit to drinking the purple Kool Aid. They are like the guys that are like doused in it. They're like bathing in it. So I think that this will be. You're gonna you're gonna get to play. I'm gonna seem. I'm gonna be like to you, Kevin. I'm going to seem wildly rational. Yes. Like like I'm gonna be. Yes. Wow. Okay. The the average of the room is gonna shift pretty dramatically, and we're you can play a drinking game with the next podcast. Just take a shot every time I say the words Patrick Peterson. And we're just going to talk about whether or not that guy sucks because he does. Um, and it's, it's going to be fun, though. I'm excited. I'm excited to do a crossover. I feel like we don't interact a ton with the other 10K shows and content. So it'll be it'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. And we also so, have the, the Fantasy Football League. Yeah. So we have our draft. If you're listening to this, our draft is in two days. So we'll. I, I think they're going to be live streaming it on like their Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They're going to have yeah. links to it. So it'll be live streamed. I think Saturday at noon. Us, yeah, some of us will be in the house. I think Kevin and I plan to be there. Dustin still TBD. I don't um, think I will. Damn it, Dustin. Out. So Kevin, how will you be contribute there. to our draft? Uh, I already strategy. picked the team name and logo. <laughs> <laughs> I did my oh, part of the season. I'll, I'll accept true. the winnings at the end. All right. Well, I think that's, that's so. We have that coming up. Uh, there, we'll obviously there are no winnings. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be posting our team uh, from that. I think you'll probably see that on our Twitter. Uh, we'll be sure to post what our roster looks like um, and just get ready for us to steamroll that league. Um, oh, right. Are you on board with the steamroll now? Get, well, what do you mean? Like, like, I, like, I, I so said that, yeah, I said that we were going to roll over him last week and you were all, well, you know, oh, you, don't say you, that. You were like I am being from a confidence standpoint. You were saying it's already determined. Like we already won it. Like yeah, I, like, no, we we have already won it. All right. Well, see, I'm not there yet. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to my first. first. How could we possibly lose? 
yeah. Let's let's hear our team first, then we'll find out. But um, all right. Well, that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to their website at ten ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and uh, TikTok. If you just search Ten K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Third Underscore Forever Ten K, where we post links and clips to our episodes each week as well as other NFL content, memes, reactions, videos, highlights, anything and everything NFL-related. We're going to be trying to post it, especially about the Vikings and Packers as we get near the regular season. Um, You can also find links to probably Kevin and me on there where we're a little more active, more biased during our our team's games, Uh, probably a little more fun to watch. Um, As always... I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by co-host Kevin Olb and producer Dustin Nuko. Kevin, final words. Two weeks away. Two weeks away.